The Israelites started complaining in the wilderness again because they didn't have any water. They blamed me and Aaron, and so we went to the tabernacle and we prayed. God told me to take my staff, my rod, and get the people together and speak to this rock that's in front of them, and water will flow out of the rock. We called the people together and stood in front of the rock. I had always obeyed God, but this time I was so angry and frustrated with the people and all the problems that I spoke to the people instead of the rock. Listen, you rebels, must we bring water out of this rock for you? Then I raised my staff and I hit the rock twice. Water came out, but God was not happy with me. Instead of speaking to the rock like God had told me to do, I lost my temper and I hit the rock twice. I disobeyed God and he had to punish me just like he punished the Israelites. God said to me and Aaron, Because you have done this, you cannot lead the people into the good land. You both will die in the desert. Well, I faithfully continued to lead the Israelites each day, and I was continuously reminded that my one act of disobedience, my one sin to God, it changed my life forever. Well, guys, you know, I'm going to tell you a little bit about hope. Hope is looking forward to something that you really expect to happen. And the Bible word for hope means happily looking forward to what God is going to do. And the Israelites, they had hope after they got their water. They were looking forward to entering the new land God had promised to give them. And they knew that whatever God promised, He would do. The years in the wilderness had been hard for them, and sometimes they must have wondered if they would ever see the land God promised to give them. But they had hope because they had God's promises. The 40 years of wandering in the wilderness were almost over. All the Israelites who had been 20 years old or older when the people rebelled against God and refused to go into the new land God had promised had died and been buried, as God had said they would. The only ones left from their generation were Joshua and Caleb. The new leaders had probably been teenagers or kids when God brought his people out of Egypt. It must have been very exciting to know that soon they would enter the land that God had hoped, that they had hoped to see for so long. God said to me, Count all the people so you'll know how many men of this generation... 20 years and older, will be able to serve in the army. The last time they had counted the people was before they refused to go into the land, and all of those men were dead now. Me and Eleazar, Aaron's son, who is the new high priest, did this while the people were camped near the Jordan River. We found that there were more than 600,000 men who could be soldiers and 23,000 Levite men who took care of the tabernacle and led the people in worship. Counting the people also told us how many people were in each tribe so we would know how much land each tribe needed in the new land God was giving them. Many of the Israelites had not been born or were not old enough to understand when God gave me the law at Mount Sinai and told me to write it down so it would not be forgotten. 
We can be glad that I obeyed God because today we can read God's law in our Bibles in Exodus and Leviticus. And we've had lessons in the first four books of the Old Testament. And today we're going to learn about the fifth book called Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy means the second law. And in this book, I wrote a second time all the laws God had given his people to remind this generation of what God had expected of them. One day, I got all the people together near the camp. I reviewed for them all that had happened since Israel left Egypt more than 40 years ago. I talked a long, long time because there was so much I had to tell. I reminded them of the times their fathers had sinned and how God had punished them, as well as how God had protected them and led them through the wilderness and kept their clothes from wearing out and given them food every day like manna. I also explained the law of God and begged the people to always obey it and never turn away from God. If they would obey God, he would bless them and make them successful in their new homeland. But if they turned away from him, God would turn away from them and allow their enemies to conquer them. I said, be sure to teach your children to fear God and to obey his law. For example, talk about it when sitting in your home, walking outside, on the way to school, going to bed, or getting up. He also told them to write parts of the law on large stones and place them throughout the land so that all who passed by could read them and be reminded of the law of Israel's God. I wrote down all the words in Deuteronomy and the other four books of the Bible, but they were God's words. I just wrote them. Often, we read, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Through the commands and promises written there, God gave his people instructions about how to live and the hope that he would always be there to help them in any situation as long as they obeyed and honored him. I felt sad as I was preparing the people to enter the new land because I knew I would not go into the land with them. I couldn't go into the land because I disobeyed God by hitting the rock instead of speaking to it as God had commanded me to do. I knew the people would need a new leader, so I prayed, Please, Lord, appoint a man to lead these people so they won't be scattered and not know what to do. The Lord said, Lay your hands on Joshua before the priest and the people. Appoint him to be the new leader. I obeyed and got all the people together and said, I am now a hundred and twenty years old and can no longer lead you because the Lord said I cannot go into the land. The Lord himself will go ahead of you. He will destroy your enemies and you will take possession of the land. Joshua will be your leader. Don't be afraid for the Lord God will never leave you. Then I laid my hands on Joshua's head to show that Joshua was being set apart to be the new leader. To Joshua, God said, Be strong and courageous. God has chosen you to lead these people into the land he promised to their forefathers long ago and to divide the land among them. He will go with you and never leave you. 
Do not be afraid or discouraged. Then the Lord called me and Joshua to the tabernacle. There he came down in, a, in the pillar of cloud to talk with us. He said to me, you will die soon and Joshua will become the new leader. The people will disobey me after you are gone, just as they did while you were leading them. Write down this song and teach it to the people. Singing it will remind them of my greatness, how I have taken care of them and provided for them, and of how important it is for them to obey me. Tell them that I will punish those who disobey. Then God said to me, Go up Mount Nebo, and I will show you the land I am giving to the people. You cannot go there because you did not trust me and honor me before the people, but you may see it. Mount Nebo was near the Israelites' camp, right across the Jordan River from the city of Jericho. When I got to the top, the Lord let me see all the land called Canaan. It was high mountains and beautiful blue sea and just rich farming land. God said, this is the land I promised to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all their descendants. It was kind for God of God to allow me to see the wonderful land that I had been leading the people to for so many years. I had trusted God to take them to the promised land, and here it was. I died right there on the mountain, alone with God. I was as strong as when I was younger, and my eyes were bright and clear. I didn't die because I was 120 years old, but because my job was finished. Then God buried me in a secret place. God didn't want people to know where I was buried. I had been a great man, and some people may have tried to worship me at my gravesite instead of remembering that I taught them to worship only the Lord God. From the New Testament, we learn that when a believer dies, he, he goes immediately to live with God in heaven. And I didn't know all about that, but it was a wonderful surprise when I closed my eyes on earth and I opened them again in heaven. All these years I had lived by faith and hope. Now I saw the Lord. My faith and hope were fulfilled. God always keeps his promises. The Israelites, they were sad, and they grieved and cried and missed me in the plains of Moab. Thirty days, they, they cried, and they were upset. And now Joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom because I had laid my hands on him. So the Israelites, they listened to him, and they did what the Lord had commanded. Since then, no man, no prophet has risen in Israel like me who the Lord knew face to face, who did all those miraculous signs and wonders the Lord sent me to do in Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. No one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that I did in the sight of all Israel. God promised Moses that he would show him the land before he died. God promised his people that he would give them a land of their own where they could settle down and live. God would keep his promise. This was the last lesson about the Israelites' travels in the desert. Did God take his people to the promised land? Absolutely. Today we saw him bring them right up to the edge of their new land. 
They were just across the river from Jericho, a great walled city in Canaan. To see how God helped them conquer Jericho and the other cities in the land, you will have to read Joshua, the next book in the Old Testament. Have you ever thought that God might be calling you to be a leader? You may think, but I'm too young to be a leader. Who would follow me? Do you know that as you trust and obey the Lord, others around you will see your love for God and they will be encouraged? You may have younger brothers or sisters that look up to you, or you may have friends at school that watch what you do. You never know who's watching you, and you never know who might who you might be an example to as you obey and follow Jesus. God is calling you to be a leader, just like me, Moses, a leader who is full of the Spirit of God and who listens and obeys. Do not be afraid. Have courage. For the Lord is with you, and he will help you show others the way to him.